You know those times when something or someone just keeps popping up in your life and you can't help but notice? Well, one day my life was suddenly full of Lauren Wilson. The loop kept getting smaller and smaller and suddenly we were, quote unquote, friends. Lauren's a giver and an alchemist of sorts. She created a magic potion with a cult following that I predict will be in everyone's home in no time. Out of personal need, she made her all-purpose salve, a luscious and delicious potion meant to soothe everything from dry skin and burns to brittle hair and an itchy scalp. And it smells delicious. I love that story. When a woman creates something special out of a need for herself, something so magical, she simply needs to share it with her friends. And by giving it away, the demand grows and it grows so much until she's forced to make it. And what's the difference between a passion and a job or a dream and a business? I believe the second option in both cases is the applied version of the first. You see, you can do anything and you should do the things that are tugging at your heart. Sometimes that first idea is the seed that will bloom into its own shape but you'll never know what that will look like until you start. Don't make nobody kill your dreams. Go for your dreams. Don't make nobody kill your dreams. Them can't kill your dreams. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Live Journal podcast. This is your host, Paola Atlason, and I'm here today with Lauren Wilson, and she's the founder of Lauren's All Purpose, which is an organic skincare line now. It started out as one product. And this girl is just growing and growing and growing. And Lauren, I'm so honored to be in conversation with you today. Like we were saying before we started recording, I feel like I know you really well, even though we've never actually met. But congratulations on everything. And thank you for honoring us today with this conversation. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited to be on here. And I remember... Like we started following each other. You were, I think you were one of like my first followers way back when. So I feel like you've really seen <laughs> the arc and the growth and all the things. So I'm happy to be here. Thank you. I mean, I'll talk about all the things you started out and I'll let you use your own words, but it, I, it, it felt like a little miracle in a jar You know, I feel like everybody that's used it can see the love that you put into your product. And it's, I feel like it's rare you come across something like that because something that I admire about you is that I've seen you grow from the beginning from, and I know you, you've touched every aspect of what you're doing and it came from a personal need. So for those of you who don't know, what Lauren's all purpose salve is and Lauren's all purposes purpose, <laughs> please tell them. Of course. Thank you. Yeah. And it's so validating and honoring to me to hear you say that because I just, I feel very seen. And so thank you. But Lauren's all purpose is the business. And we started out by making one product, which is Lauren's all purpose salve. It's a all-in-one multi-use balm, moisturizer, lotion, whatever you want to call it, that really focuses on simplicity and organic ingredients. So 
I started basically Lauren's All Purpose started out when I was a line cook in the kitchens of New York City, and I was burning myself all the time, as you know one does in the kitchen. And mm-hmm. I wanted to find. I was working in this place that in the East Village called the Northern Spy Food Company, and all the food that we sourced was 100% local. We had a forager who used to go to the farmer's market at Union Square every day and pick out all the ingredients that we would then cook that night and serve to people. So it was really a special place. And I thought about it and I was like, I don't want to be using chemicals on my you know, hands and arms while I'm cooking other people's food and looked around for an organic burn cream and I couldn't find one. So I started... I was just like, okay, I'll, I'll make my own and started researching organic skincare products and kind of noticed that all the organic skincare products I saw had the same ingredients, but were marketed for different parts of the body. So, you know, at the time I was also living in a tiny apartment and was like, I don't have space to, you know, put all these bottles in of things. So I was like, what if I just could make one product that I could use for literally everything? And that was just kind of my goal and my passion. And it became a huge hobby of mine. And then in in the meantime, I went back to school for herbalism or no, I went, I apprenticed as an herbalist and I went back to school for nutrition and was taking like chemistry and organic chemistry and being a nerd in the library and looking up the ingredients that I was using and, you know, how they would best interact with the skin and the contents and the everything and then also sourcing them. So it was a truly a passion. Like you said, it was truly a labor of love and first and foremost, like for myself. And then my friends started asking me like, what is this mystery concoction? (laughs) Like rubbing all over yourself. And I eventually started sharing it with them and they kept coming back and wanting to buy it from me which is really how the whole thing started. And so I was like, okay, cool, let's do this. Need, you know, got together with my good friend who's a graphic designer and artist and she helped me with my logo and yeah, just kind of was making it out of my kitchen, which it's no longer made there, but <laughs> my kitchen and selling it to people and it just sort of took off. So yeah, it was it's been a it's been a journey for sure. And and a beautiful one because I remember so one of the things I absolutely love about you is that you've always been very open and it's something I like to think there are more nice people in the world than not. But usually when you need something from somebody or some information is when you realize how truly open they are. And I remember you were always making the cream in front of people in your blender and you're teaching people like exactly what's in there. You're like, yeah, this is, this is what I'm doing. These are the ingredients. This is how you make it, which a lot of people don't do. A lot of people feel like, you know, they have to kind of hide something or do something like that. So I remember when I was creating my oil, I was like, who can I ask? I had reached out to several people. Like, hey, do you recommend from printing to anything, I had questions and was getting very little feedback. And I remember not knowing you personally. And I was like, I, I need to, I'm going to ask Lauren. And I reached out to you and you gave me all the information. Oh yeah. These people can mix it. This is where you can find stuff. These are the printers. Like, wow. And it's, I feel like it's such a sign of true confidence and true kindness when 
you just give things away because a number one, nobody will ever be able to do exactly what you do. But the fact that you are really supportive of other people in their own endeavors, I found that very admirable from you. Thank you. Yeah. Well, one of the things that we also strive for, and when I say we, I really mean me (laughs) and you know, the, the, the company, but you know, and anyone else who I've, who has worked with me is on the same page, but we strive for transparency, like true, honest transparency. And, you know, one of my kind of crazy ideas at the beginning of launching my business was saying, why don't I just put the whole formula like on my website and people can make it for themselves at home if they want to, or I can say like, or you can buy it for me. But then of course, you know, people were like, Lauren, like, that's, that's going a little too far. <laughs> you gotta have some boundaries somewhere. But yeah, I mean, it's all about transparency and a lot of like, and I do want to empower people because, you know, I am using such high quality organic ingredients that I understand it's not accessible for everyone to be purchasing it. But I want, I also want to empower people to say like, look, like you can make your own skincare products at home if you feel like you can't afford to buy organic products because, because it's just, it's so important to be using organics on your skin. I just, it's, it's the things that the U S allows in skincare products, they they allow poisons and, you know, lots Mm -hmm. of like products have like formaldehyde in it. And, you know, fragrance is just a word for like, like it's kind of an umbrella term for companies to just stick whatever they want in the product and not have to put it on the label. Mm. So it's, it's kind of scary out there. And so that was definitely one reason why I like to be open. And of course I like to help, you know, other small businesses and women who are starting out and thinking of creating their own businesses. I love to be a source for them because it really, you know, it's, I do believe that like there's a place, you know, I don't believe in lack and I believe that like everybody mm-hmm can be making products and sharing them and building their own businesses. And, you know, everyone like if they, you know, if they're called to do that can do that. And there's no, you know, I don't have to worry about it. Yeah. I think, you know, also competition. It's funny. because like I had a, I had, I was in a trade show called shop object in New York city a couple Mm. months ago. And what I would consider like my biggest competition was, in the same, we were like under cat beauty had like a little section where there were like 18 different vendors or different companies, but they had like, we all had our own table kind of under cat beauty. And yeah, so my biggest competition was there and we were both kind of like acknowledged it and we're like, Hey, like I consider you my biggest competition. And she was like, me too. (laughs) We were just able to like become friends. And now we're like, friends and friendly with each other and it's just it's cool you know like it's like like her her product's different and than mine you know there's different ingredients and people can use both and it's yeah I like it it's amazing because you know I like to think that I I I actually, I have an aversion to, to terms that we use sometimes. Like there's a piece of pie for everyone anyway, but (laughs) I like to use that around to be like somebody who said this once. And they're like, you know what? There's a bunch of different pies. And I like chocolate pie, you know, like lemon pie and somebody else likes pumpkin pie. And, you know, 
Oh, I love that. When yeah. you go, yeah. And when you go buy something like there, there, there are so many options out there right now for anything from food to beauty, to clean beauty, to not so clean to everything. And at the end of the day, I feel like it's, it's, you know, the consumer, when the consumer feels like they have a choice to who they're going to give their money to for what they need, it becomes a more holistic exchange because it's something where, for example, I come to you and I buy your product because I like your whole philosophy around things apart. Like if you zoom into the actual product, I like how it feels. I like how it works. I like how it smells. I like the logo. Then you start zooming out. I like the girl that created it. I like her story. I like this. And then you start kind of opening up that scope and people end up coming to you for more than just the actual product. There's, there's almost like you start creating a relationship with, with a brand or there's like a brand loyalty based on, on a more human aspect than not. And, you know, I, I love Carolyn and Cindy and I, I, you know, cat beauty. And for example, that's another, that's another way of explaining it. I could buy a lot of the things they sell there online, but I want to give them my money. Mm-hmm. And it's like, who do you want to give your money to? Because like you're saying, a lot of people don't have access to a lot of this and others don't have the money to spend on a lot of these things because you're absolutely right. When you create something with the highest grade ingredients, it just costs more. Even though some people are pricing their products in outrageous, you know, brackets. I don't know who, you know, maybe the three people that buy them Right. <laughs> support their business. But these things do cost more. But at the end of the day, are you shopping for a bargain or are you supporting somebody or who are you giving your money to? Exactly. Yeah, I definitely agree with you. It's so important to think about where you're spending your money. And I also, as much as I can, extend that philosophy to every aspect of the product. So, for example, my jars, I was buying them from like this one company and found out they're, you know, a big supporter of Trump. So I was like, okay, I'm going to, mm-hmm. not that, you know, Trump, not to get political on here, but, you know, like just. You can, you can. <laughs> you know, like those philosophies are not aligned with mine. So I, you know, sourced them from a different company moving forward and just kind of paying attention to like those Every little aspect I think is super important in creating a world that like you want to see because there's a Joan Didion quote that I love that I think really like changed my life when I really sat down and, and, and ingested it. But it's it goes something like character, which is like the I think the quote is character, comma, or the ability to take 100 percent responsibility of your life and all of the choices that you make in your life is the source from which self-respect springs. So just like I try to really take responsibility for like for everything, you know, and I find that I've been able to like empower myself a lot by doing that. And connecting with customers is like one of my favorite things. Like I still kind of do like customer service. Like it's probably me who you're talking to if you like email <laughs> you know, I, I know that I need to like, in order to grow the business, I'm, I'm at a point right now that's been quite difficult because I know in order to grow the business, I need to start delegating these things. And 
and it's definitely proving to be a challenge to kind of like let go, but <laughs> yeah, it's, it's a process for sure. It's a process. And you know, it, it you, the, that point you bring up is, is something that's been coming up in conversation with was actually a couple of women that I've been interviewed that I recently interviewed on the podcast in conversation with my friends is there are so many women now that are entrepreneurs and that are creating something. And then you have the question you ask yourself where, okay, am I good here or do I grow or do I, because things change with growth comes change and something that starts, you know, you were solving a problem for yourself. Mm -hmm. And then it turns out that this solves a problem for a lot of people and that you know, it keeps spreading and the people keep coming and then you keep growing and you keep creating. And there's that point where you, you, you're facing, I feel like it's almost like this glass wall and you're like, do I cross it because everything is going to be different or do I stay here? Yeah. Oh, yes. (laughs) That is really so true. And I'm definitely experiencing a lot of that right now and it's exciting but at the same time it's so terrifying and you know one thing one thing that I love about having my own business is that it really shows me my strengths and really shows me my weaknesses and really shows me where it is that I need to like push myself to grow you know and to go forward and I guess what I mean by that is like, you know, I can, if, if I hire someone new, I love telling them like, look, this is what I'm good at. And this is what I'm bad at. What are you good at? What are you bad at? So I'm able to kind of understand. Cause I, I like to empower like people who work for me by saying, you know, what are you good at? Okay. Let's like, have you do that? Because I truly believe that like whatever someone's passionate about, they're going to do the best work doing that. But back to like, kind of what you were talking about in terms of like pushing a, a growing, I had to recently like deal with a lot of the finances of the business, which you know, one would think like, oh, well, you haven't been do- dealing with the finances. Um, no, I haven't. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> but like, it, it, it was really scary. Like, it was really terrifying for me to look at those numbers. And I had to do a lot of work on myself to, you know, go back and reprogram childhood beliefs that I had around money and around, you know, me deserving money, me deserving earning. And like, you know, just like me being able to, to handle it, I guess it's been, it's been great. And I have actually hired two business coaches to help me (laughs) through it. (laughs) It's such, it's crazy because it's such a, like, it was, so I remember when I, I was doing my, when I first like signed on to look at my books to really kind of like dig into the numbers, you know, and I'm looking at my numbers, you know, like, it's not like I, I know what's going on on like a, you know, macro scale, but just to kind of dig in and really like be able to move forward, I really needed to look at like a micro level number. So I remember I was looking at that and like my, I was shaking, like my heart rate went up. I was like bright red and my partner at the time came home and was like, Oh my God, are you okay? Like you look like you just saw a ghost. And I was just like, no, I'm just looking at my books. Like, (laughs) 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 but, and, and, and it was nothing wrong, you know, like it was, it wasn't like, 
I'm not, you know, nothing's bad is happening in there, but it's just, yeah, just one of those things that I had to face that I was so scared of. And so just kind of challenges like that are, are really cool when it comes to owning your own business, because you're just like, okay, this is something that I really need to like, you know, find the courage and, and do. Cause I remember, actually, I remember a while ago, like when I was still cooking, I I had this quote like hung up in my closet or something that said, everything you want is on the other side of fear. And Mm. I love that quote because it really is true. It's true. But you know what? This is a fact. Women, we are not taught about money. Mm-hmm. early on Absolutely. so we when we were you know we 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 can have a life where we're earning and money's coming in and you have a paycheck and when you're employed and then you get insurance and you get all that stuff so once you you know that's kind of like the the simple way when everything is kind of in its place mm-hmm. but the second we have to dive in it i mean i i feel you girl i i've been there and you do feel a physical reaction mm-hmm. to it to looking at these numbers and you know the the thoughts that would pop in my mind is like well I'm not good with numbers totally. well I don't know how to do this and it, you know for me the challenge was sitting down and actually just starting to look at these things it, it's almost like you have to go into your masculine energy even though I feel like money is both masculine and feminine feminine because in order to grow it, you have to be more mass in your masculine energy to like be more structured and regimented and linear and path centered. Mm-hmm. But there's also a feminine energy where you want it to be fluid and come in and come out without any attachment and all that stuff. But I was very much in the feminine side of it. It comes in, it goes out. Mm-hmm. It appears, it disappears. Mm-hmm. I need something I'll buy. <laughs> when you have to look at these, I remember trying to figure out just the cost, the true cost of the thing I was creating. And it would, I had to do it like 75 times. I was like, well, if an ounce cost this, and this is how much I need, and then multiply that by that, and then you find a formula, and then it's like calculating everything from, you know, and this is something for, for anybody that's listening that is considering starting something. It is beautiful. It is wonderful. It's amazing. It's fulfilling, but there has to be a level of discipline and like you're saying you gotta hang on even in the scariest moments because there's a lot of learning that happens not just coming up with the thing whatever that thing is there's a lot of stuff that happens and like you said in the beginning we is me Uh we someday will be maybe hundreds of people right now we is me And that we has to do all of the parts. You know, I come from fashion and I had, when I was running a, a team, I had five designers, five production people, a cross-functional uh, merchant team. There were people doing the marketing. There's people solving the tagging, all the shipping and all that stuff. You're there kind of like creating, right? Mm-hmm. And then you're like, oh my God, I got to go to the post office to send the stuff. I got to get the boxes and the fillers and the stickers and the... Like all the things. Yeah. You have to do really do everything. It's crazy. Yeah. It's, it's, it's a challenge. It's not for the weak of heart. Let's, you know, but yeah, I mean, it's, it is very rewarding. And I think for me personally, 
I've never had a nine to five job. It's just never been something that's like called to me. And I remember in my, do you know about human design? Yes. Yes. Yeah. What are, what are you? I'm curious. I am a manifesting generator, oh, but I, like I can't that. figure out the the, the nitty gritty because in, I'm Dominican and in Dominican Republic, I was born in 1976. Some mm-hmm. person in a little office would just write down whenever you showed up that you were born yeah. that day. There's no like time and minutes and anything. Right. There oh, are yeah. people that don't know exactly what day they were born because if your dad went two days later, they would put that day, you know, it's like, so when I asked my mom, I'm like, mom, what time was I born? She's like, mommy, she's calling her mom. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Do you remember? It's like, I think it was seven. No, I think it was eight. And then the conversation takes off from there. So I am a manifesting generator, but the arrows and all that jazz, I have no idea. (laughs) What are you? Well, I'm a projector. And so in the part of being a projector is that, you're only supposed to work three hours a day and not, not like work three hours a day and then go take, go like sleep or like take a nap or like not, you know, not do anything Mm -hmm. like work three hours a day of like concentrated work. And then for the rest of the day, like be like reading and learning and, you know, guiding and talking to other people. And when I, when I found that out, I was so validated because I've, you know, I've just never been drawn to doing the nine to five work week. So having my own business actually really is like conducive to what I'm like, you know, designed to do. Mm-hmm. So that's been, that's been nice. And I, I, I suggest anybody who's listening to check out their human design because it's really a cool system. And I've found it's been like the one thing out of like all the things like astrology and all of, all of the, different systems out there that's been like the one thing that's really benefited me the most from from learning about yeah so that being said you know I've, I've definitely worked very hard and you know for more than three hours a day most of my life. <laughs> <laughs> but you know hopefully I'll, I'll get to that point but yeah it's 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 tough and and another thing is I would recommend you know not naming your business after yourself, which is something that I did. (laughs) Because I thought it was just going to be like a cute side project, you know, like I didn't, I never expected it to be what it is today. And I'm, I'm so grateful, but you know, I was, and I, and even at the beginning when I was like working with my friend who was helping with the labels and, and stuff, I was like, uh, should we call it like Luca's all purpose solve? I was like, you know, hesitant to use my name, but then I was like, uh, like she was just like, it doesn't make sense. Like you're Lauren and it's your stuff. So like, you should really name it after you. So I was like, okay, cool. Like, I guess I'm going, but it's been, you know, that's been super challenging because it's like truly like my baby, you know, and mm. it's hard to like disconnect from it and, you know, let go sometimes. So that's definitely what I'm working on a lot this year. It's just like letting go. Yeah. It's it's almost like that, that, you know, we tend to identify with what we do. And then you realize that even if you enjoy what you do, there has to be a little bit of a separation because otherwise everything revolves around this. And it's even when I asked you before we started recording, how do you want me to, introduce you sometimes it's like 
oh yeah, but that's not who you are. That's what you do. You create this thing, but you know, we tend to also introduce ourselves by what we do as opposed to, oh yeah, no, I'm a, I'm a person, <laughs> you know, I'm a, right. I'm a yeah. human, but you know, it's, it's, it's difficult when you've created, created it. And I, I'm very curious to know what was that moment when you left what you knew that you were doing that, or meaning the career you were in to embark on something new that you didn't think it would be a, a change. Or like you said, it would be, it was like a hobby, but then what, what was that moment when you're like, Oh my God, I guess I'm going to do this now. Right. Yeah. That was actually really easy for me. I was in school for nutrition to become like a, a registered nutrition nutritionist. And I, had been working pretty hard up until this point to do that. Like I'd gone and taken, because to be a nutritionist, you have to take all the pre-med classes. And I was a journalism student in my undergrad degree. So I hadn't taken any of those science classes. So I went back and took them before applying to be to nutrition school. And that took about two years. And then I got into nutrition school and I did that for a year you know, I was going into like my second year of being in, in grad school and LAPS had just like, I think it was, this was 2017. Yeah. So LAPS was like doing well or it was growing and very unexpectedly. So at the time I was like working full time as a waitress at this restaurant called Diner in Brooklyn. I was in grad school and I was doing laps. So I was like very, (laughs) I was, you know, doing a lot. So, and I, you know, needed, I was at this point where I needed to take student loans and I was like, I really just don't want to take like something in my gut. Like it was just like, don't like, don't take out student loans. Like, don't do that. Like just, you know, either like break it up. So you, you know, can, take classes like so it'll just take you longer to get the degree or whatever and so I was like okay I don't want to take out student loans and then my I remember like the day that I was like thinking about it a lot it was like I had to make the decision to apply or something like two things happened one was this person who had bought laps from my website messaged me and they were interested in investing in the business and I had gone Mm -hmm. met with them And they basically were like, you know, if I, you know, I didn't end up taking the money, but they were like, you know, I'm prepared to like invest $15,000 into this. And then the second thing that happened was I got like my biggest purchase order right after that meeting, which was for like, I think it was like for like 24 jars or something, which at the time I was like, oh my God, like this is so good. But yeah, so like those two things happened and it just, I... I was like, you know what? Like, I feel like the universe and God and like source is telling me to do this and to really go for it. And school will always be there. Like, it'll always be something I can go back to. So yeah, so I just, I decided then and there, I was like, I'm not going to take out the loan and I'm going to like focus on this. And I haven't really looked back since. So yeah. Wow. Thank you for sharing that because we have to listen to our intuition 
And when the voice within is so strong, we have to, it's almost like you can't even ask other people what they think. It's just like when you know, you know, even if it's the scariest of decisions or if it, or even if it's the most drastic of changes, when you know, you know, and there's no denying it. I mean, for me, I know I was muting that voice for a long time. And what happens is the universe will find a way to kick you out of what you're doing if you're in the wrong path and will set you straight and give you all the signs. You know, literally, it's like if you're at a crossroads and one, you look to the left and there's like, you know, the like in the desert, the the tumbling weeds and <laughs> there's like a barren land. And then you look to the right and there's like birds and butterflies and flowers. And it's like, and everybody's like, no, you're supposed to go left. And you're like, fuck no, I'm going to, Oh, I cursed. I'm going to go right. <laughs> and when you take that dive, you take that dive and it's almost like even the scariest of, you know, financial endeavors or books or the, all the, the little nitty gritty things that, seem so scary like you were saying before it's after the fear like everything you want is behind the fear so you gotta the only way through is through you gotta just go for it absolutely and you know it's it's easy to even you know after making these decisions I've been drawn back to like the side of fear you know it's and I think what it really comes down to is like making sure that you're in a place of you know, love and abundance. And, you know, it's, it's hard to get there. Like I, it's saying it is one thing and actually being in that place is another, but yeah. So I, I, have you know, there, there've been moments in like the business where I thought, you know, okay, I'm, and I was doing it out of fear now that I look back on it. But in the moment, I truly thought that that was like the right thing to do. And I've, I've since kind of like recalibrated back to like my, I flow, mm-hmm. but for a minute there, like I was, I was thinking, you know, oh shoot, like I need to raise investment money and I need to, you know, do videos like everyone else's videos look and like make posts like everyone else is posting and kind of just like really got away from that authenticity and creativity that like I loved when I started the company. So, you know, it's, it's, I think everything comes in waves and, you know, I think staying in the flow as much as you can is, is a challenge, but like, that's where, that's where all the good stuff is. Yeah. And pulling, pulling yourself back into that because, you know, man, there are times when you feel like you're on top of the world and everything is happening and people are coming and want your stuff and everybody's excited. And, you know, we're so accustomed to external validation and support and praise. And then sometimes either we do it to ourselves or the external validation is not as loud as we would like it to be. And you can take a dip. And at the end of the day, the only one that can pick you up is yourself, you know, and I try to practice a lot. You know, I think all women, we all have some kind of scarcity mentality or Mm -hmm. where we feel like we're lacking even if we have. And I think that's like multi-generational past life type of stuff if we if we get into that you know but the only and now we have the awareness to understand that a lot of these limiting beliefs simply do not belong to me 
But then the work is to constantly remind, to constantly do the work. I try to embody the feeling of abundance and embody the feeling of joy and excitement and happiness because the natural reaction of the body when there's fear is to contract and avoid and hide. So, you know, the beauty of the whole thing is to actually pull yourself up. It's so hard sometimes. It's It's so hard. But when you do it and you can pat yourself on the back or you can tell yourself, you know what, I think I'm not doing enough today, but it's okay. Because I know for you, for example, in in my three hours of active work, I'm going to kill it. You know, for me as a manifesting generator and for those listeners who don't know what human design is, I don't want to do it at this favor by describing it incorrectly, but it has to do with like a universal code that exists that people are born with certain traits and there's a way to figuring that out. So Google it. There's people on Instagram. Jenna Zoe is great. And there's a bunch of people, Mm -hmm. but for me, when a same as you, when I learned my design, it made total sense, you know, for manifesting generators is we get shit done, but we have to wait for the invitation to do so. Mm-hmm. And we can't be looking for it. We can't be hustling for it. We can't be forcing it is when the, when the pink happens, you do it. Mm-hmm. But in the meantime, you know, we've been educated or we've been taught that you have to always be doing and you always have to hustle. And you, like you're saying, oh, now we have to make videos. Oh, now I have to change my thing. Or oh, I have to come up with new product. And it's like, no, 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 no. What you're doing is enough. And just in those times where things are maybe a little bit more quiet or the times where you don't feel or you're not called to do something or there's nothing to be done, really, it's a pause. You keep yourself up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. And yeah, I mean... That's, that's kind of, that's kind of just where you come from, where it comes from. And, you know, I think one of the main tools that I use that is so helpful for me in staying in that flow is taking, you know, 10 minutes of my day to just be quiet and, you know, you can call it meditation, you can call it deep, deep breathing or, you know, whatever you want to call it, but it's just, you know, really taking 10 minutes, turning off your phone, turning off your computer and sitting there and letting go of like any thoughts that are coming up. And like, I think that is truly like the, the biggest thing that has helped me and has helped get me through, you know, those, those times when, you know, you know, <laughs> I think, you know, you're in the fear when like, or at least I know I'm in the fear when like, I really don't want to do it. You know, like my whole mm. body is just like, no, like, <laughs> and like other times, like, I'm like, oh, okay, cool. Yeah. Like I can't wait to like sit down and meditate today, you know, but it, it's, it's the, I think that's just the biggest tool that is out there. That's free, you know, completely free that that's helpful. Absolutely. Just going again, going within and listening to that little voice and and being able to say, hey, no, you know, that's not a good one. That's not bad. That's not that doesn't mean anything. This I need to do. And then simply just let the voice quiet down and really pay attention to what you know, what really needs to get 
done or not. But Lauren, thank you so much for sharing with us. If anybody would want to buy your beautiful product, now you have you have two things now, right? I do. Yeah. So I was, that's one thing I'm super excited about is I have started to expand the line. I was super dogmatic about only having the one product and I have been able to grow the company with the one product, which is amazing. But people were asking me, you know, to make, make other things and make other products and Yeah, so I have released a new product. It's Lauren's all-purpose serum. And it's like a it's it's super it's also, you know, very simple. There's only three ingredients in it. It's hemp seed oil, burdock root, and rose auto essential oil. But that and my original Lauren's all-purpose salve can be bought on my website, laurensallpurpose.com. And I'm also it's also like it's interesting I've been able to kind of do these collaborations with other women owned businesses for like for holiday I'm coming out because people have been people love the smell of, of laps and people have been asking me to make a candle for like years. So I'm making candle, which I'm is is gonna be out in a couple weeks. And then also I'm doing a, a collaboration with someone on a soap. So yeah, all those things. I'm super excited. Beautiful. And they can also see your adventures and on Instagram, which is, you're such an inspiration and you're at Lauren's all purpose, right? Yes. Thank you. Thank you. So I want to say to whoever doesn't know Lauren and Lauren's all purpose, you have to, you know, get out of from under that rock because this is, <laughs> this is, you know, it's one of those things that you have to tap into. And I don't mean that in a bad way. I mean that in a very positive way, like Everybody should be more aware of seeking natural, very high quality, clean, healthy products to start replacing what we've been using for a long time, which is not that great for us. And this is something that I've tried and I love and I love you so much and I'm so proud of you and you're such an inspiration. And let's stay in touch. I'm sure this is one of many, many conversations. Thank you so much for listening. If you'd like to learn more, please visit my website, paolaatlason.live. And you can also find us on Instagram at paola.atlason. Sending you so much love and thank you.